sing today. It's good to have you with us. Great day for baptisms, uh, being that, that when the gospel is the baptism of Jesus. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Amen. An old uh, rock song used to ask the question, or still asks it when you listen to it, who are you? We can answer that question, who are you, in a number of ways. We get identity from our families, our families of origin. We're born into families that give us certain characteristics, traits, gifts, talents, appearances. We receive our identity also sometimes from the areas in which we're born. Someone who's born in a cold weather climate often is just becomes a different kind of person, different identity than someone who's born in the tropics. And then there are uh, identities that we choose. We maybe uh, choose to affiliate with a certain political party or a, a certain sports team. This has become part of who we are. I'm a this fan, or I'm a, a conservative, or a liberal, or a this, or that. Our identities determine our behavior. Who we are determines what we do. Someone who is, for example, the fan of a certain football team will expect that person to be, especially if they're playing today, rapidly interested in, in what happens in that game, uh, and often will expect them to miss church on Sunday if they're that rapidly interested in it because they'll be watching the game. Uh, we expect uh, certain people from certain areas. I mean, we talk of things like having Midwestern values. If someone has that kind of identity, we'll expect that to be manifested in a certain way. Uh, British sensitivities. That, you know, sometimes people from certain areas, they identify that way. They're a little more uh, understated. And some, on the other hand, are more outgoing because they, they're, they're from some place. They have that identity. When someone behaves inappropriately, it's often addressed by someone saying, you know, that's not what we do. That's not who we are. And that's the way that somebody who, whose behavior does not really, uh, is not really appropriate to the corporate identity. They've, they've, they've acted in a way that's not consistent with their identity, and that's the rebuke. You know. It's not who we are. That's not uh, what we do. Today's baptism reveals the identity of Jesus. The Holy Spirit descends upon Jesus, and a voice from heaven uh, cries out or, or is said, you are my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. And Jesus' identity determines his behavior. As Isaiah 61 tells us, the spirit of the Lord is upon me because the Lord has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor, to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives. So Jesus, as God's son, he went about uh, demonstrating signs that showed God's presence. He went about healing. He, he came in, 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 essentially to fulfill the Torah, to, to die for our sins and to rise from the dead. That's what he as the Son of God did. That's who he was. Our own baptisms 
we understand our own baptisms by looking at Jesus' baptism. His baptism is the model for our baptisms. In baptism, the sign of water, the outward visible sign of water, God gives to us the gift of the Spirit. The Spirit descends upon us. And God says to each baptized, you are my beloved child. I'm pleased with you. This, this is something that, this is a status we acquire by baptism. Jesus is God's eternally begotten Son. What happened in his baptism is a revelation of, of that which has been from the beginning. It's now revealed to us in, in the humanity of Christ that he is God's Son. We're God's adopted children. He, he adopts us into his family by the grace of baptism. This baptismal identity as God's children determines what we do. Why do we obey the commandments of God? Why do we seek to love God with all our heart and soul and mind? Why do we try to love our neighbors as ourselves? Why do we do the good works that God has prepared for us to walk in? We do this because we're children of God, and that's what children of God do. Of course, we have other identities. We have words we sometimes use to modify our Christian identity, or to align ourselves with some other group. We might call ourselves liberal, or conservative, or, uh, or gay, or... We might, you know, we, we might be charismatic or born again or, or any other modifier we use to, to say we have this identity, but we also have another identity that we connect ourselves with. Problems arise when we allow these other identities to supersede our foundational identity as children of God. When we allow other identities to supersede our identity as God's children, we begin to behave in ways that pertain to those identities rather than our overarching identity as sons and daughters of God. We make compromises. And our identity as Christians becomes a servant, comes to serve some other end, whether it be political or social or economic or sports. This is what happens when we forget who we are or when we misidentify ourselves. So who are you? In baptism, God gave you his Holy Spirit. He adopted you as a child. He made you an heir of his kingdom and promised to raise you from the dead on the last day. Is this who you are? Or do you allow some other identity to loom larger in your life, to supersede, to override this foundational identity? Who are you? As Romans tells us, quote, you received the spirit of adoption by whom we cry, Abba, Father. The spirit himself bears witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost.